Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 3rd of October, 2022. In InfoSec news this week, the BlackBite ransomware gang is using a new technique which researchers have tentatively called Bring Your Own Driver, which enables bypassing protections by disabling more than 1,000 drivers used by various security solutions. Recent attacks attributed to this group involve a version of the MSI Afterburner RT Core driver, which is vulnerable to a privilege escalation and code execution flaw previously tracked as CVE 2019-16098. Exploiting this security issue allowed BlackBite to disable drivers which prevent multiple endpoint detection and response, or EDR, and antivirus products from operating normally. The bring-your-own-driver method is effective because the vulnerable drivers are signed with valid certificates and run with high privileges on target systems. A notable recent example of a bring-your-own-driver attack is Lazarus abusing a buggy Dell driver. Security researchers at Sophos explained that the abused graphics driver offers I.O. control codes directly accessible by user mode processors, which violates Microsoft security guidelines on kernel memory level access. This makes it possible for attackers to read, write, or execute code in kernel memory without using shellcode or an exploit. In the first stage of the attack, BlackBy identifies the kernel version in order to select the correct offset that matches the kernel ID. Next, the RT core driver is dropped in app data roaming and creates a service using a hard-coded randomly selected name. The attackers then exploit the driver's vulnerabilities to remove kernel notification routines which correspond to the security tool processors. The retrieved callback addresses are used to derive the corresponding driver name and compared to a list of a thousand targeted drivers which support the functioning of AV and EDR tools. Any matches which are found at this stage are removed by overwriting the element that holds the address of the callback function with zeros. So the targeted driver is nullified. Sophos also highlights several methods that BlackBite employs in these attacks to evade analysis from security researchers, like seeking for signs of a debugger running on the target system and quitting, or checking for a list of hooking link libraries used by Avast, Sandboxy, Windows DB Help Library, and Commodore Internet Security. If one of these is found, it terminates its execution. System administrators can protect against BlackBite's new security bypassing trick by adding the particular MSI driver to an active block list. Additionally, it is recommended that admins should monitor all driver installation events and scrutinize them frequently in order to find any rogue injections that do not have a hardware match. In a relatively similar story, the North Korean-backed Lazarus Group has been observed deploying a Windows rootkit by taking advantage of an exploit in a Dell firmware driver, highlighting this new tactic being adopted by state-sponsored adversaries. The attack chain unfolded upon the opening of a Lua document, leading to the distribution of malicious droppers which were trojanized versions of open-source projects, corroborating recent reports from Google and Mandiant. The ESET group said it uncovered evidence of Lazarus dropping weaponized versions of Fingertext and SSL Sniffer, a component of the Wolf SSL library, in addition to HTTPS-based downloaders and uploaders. These intrusions also paved the way for the group's backdoor of choice, dubbed Blinding Can, also known as Adri and Zetanile, which an operator can use to control and explore compromised systems. What is notable about these attacks, which occurred originally back in 2021, was the rootkit module that exploited a Dell driver flaw to gain the ability to read and write kernel memory. This issue, tracked as CVE 2021-21551, relates to a set of critical privilege escalation vulnerabilities in a utility system driver, 
named FUD module. The previously undocumented malware achieves its goals via multiple methods. To quote the release, either not known before or familiar only to specialized security researchers and anti-cheat developers. The attackers then use their kernel memory write access to disable seven mechanisms the Windows operating system offers in order to monitor its actions, like registry, file system, process creation, event tracking, etc. Basically blinding security solutions in a very generic and robust way. Undoubtedly, this required deep research, development and testing skills according to the release. Both of these stories seem to indicate a shift by threat groups, both nation-state and criminal actor alike, to move towards the disabling of the capabilities of various security products to monitor malicious activities, a trend that we will have to keep an eye on moving forward. After referring to it last week, Microsoft has updated the mitigations for this latest Exchange zero-day vulnerabilities, tracked as CVE 2022-41040 and CVE 2022-41082, which is being referred to by the community as Proxy Not Shell. The initial recommendations were insufficient as researchers quickly showed they could be easily bypassed to allow new attacks exploiting these two flaws. The second improvement was still not enough, apparently, as the proposed mitigation would still allow proxy not shell attacks. Reported privately to Microsoft three weeks ago, CVE 2022-41040 is a server-side request forgery, or SSRF, which enables privilege escalation and works alongside CVE 2022-41082 in order to trigger remote code execution on on-premise exchange server deployments. Both of these issues come with a high severity score rather than critical, mainly because exploiting them requires authentication in some form. A threat actor was detected exploiting this bug back in August in order to install China chopper web shells and engage in active directory reconnaissance and data exfiltration. Earlier this week, Microsoft released mitigations to prevent these known attacks, but since the proposed URL blocking rule was too specific, adversaries could still exploit the exchange vulnerabilities in new attacks. Multiple security researchers have since pointed this out and recommended a less restrictive temporary solution until patches become available. Microsoft has since reviewed the suggestions and adopted it in their updated mitigations. Microsoft has since announced that it will update its advisories with the improved URL rewrite rule, recommending Exchange Server customers review it and adopt one of the three mitigation options provided. Additionally, Microsoft is also recommending disabling remote PowerShell access for non-admin users. The operation should take less than five minutes, according to their recommendation, and the restriction can be enforced for only one or multiple users. It is worth noting that Microsoft provides these mitigations for customers with on-premise exchange servers, which means that companies with a hybrid deployment are also at risk. Furthermore, organizations which expose exchange servers over public web face a much higher risk of attacks. Some of them are in government, financial and education sectors, making them attractive targets for both nation-state hackers and cybercriminals alike. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.